The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, Rendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, taped live at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, and also, of course, available wherever podcasts can be found in the audio realm. If you can hear my voice, if you're listening to this podcast, do us a favor, leave us a rating, review, or a comment. It goes a long way towards helping build Going In Raw. We also have Patreon, YouTube channel members, and now Twitch subs. They all have access to our secret channel, Friendo Club TV, and we run that five times a week on Fridays. You get the only place you can find Vintage 10 for the Wins yeah, is man. through Friendo Club TV. Got $5 that right. on the Patreon, YouTube channel members, and Twitch subs get access to all that bonus content Monday through Friday. Uh, this week it was heavy Quizzlemania prep time. Mm-hmm. Hey, you did a great job today. You well, did good. Thank you very much. So if, if you're interested to hear my thoughts and our discussion about uh, uh, the, the full discussion about my Quizzlemania experience, which, by the way, thanks so much to Adam, the guys at Parts Fun Known, the guys at Wrestle Talk for having me on, and then you on a couple weeks ago. Thanks mm-hmm. so much. It was a blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of fun. We talk about on a special episode of Friendo Club TV that's going up for free, for free, uh, to patrons uh, tomorrow uh, or today, depending on when, on what is tomorrow, Thursday, on Thursday. Yeah, uh, Thursday. So you can check that out. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was, it was an absolute blast. It's just uh, exhausting. It's, 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 it's in your case, like a three hour, uh, ball of stress. You just got sitting in your gut. Um, and, uh, it, it, it makes for an exhausting day. So, so I hope yeah, you got for, some, you got some energy in you now for me. It, uh, it made for an exhausting when I found out from Monday, yeah. Till uh till today. because uh, I was like pretty geeked out, man. I was I was like studying and know, uh, and preparing and watching old Quizzlemanias. And so uh it is it is mentally exhausting though. So it truly uh, is. So yeah, you're gonna be carrying the load on this AEW review. I did uh, want to got... give a shout out to Go some ahead. patrons though. Yeah, I was gonna look them at up to uh Carlos Rodriguez and Christian Rager. Rager. Or Rager. Rager. Uh, and Olivia on uh, on Monday. Thank you very much. We thank appreciate you, thank the you, support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so, 
AEW was live again tonight. Larson from yep. Daly's Place yep. in Jacksonville, Florida. What would you think? They had more hands on deck, mm-hmm, which for kind sure, of freshened, yeah. freshened up, you know, because those shows they taped in uh, Georgia, you know, it kind of felt like they had 20 people there and they were kind of finding different ways to mix and match with 20 people to create interesting matchups and whatnot. Um, you know, the it felt livelier, especially than the, the latter Georgia shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main event was ridiculous, mm-hmm. but it was fun. And by the end, it got pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, the Joey Janela Cody match to kick things off was fun. It's good having Nyla Rose back. Uh, MJF is back. The the camaraderie and chemistry that he and Sean Spears have is really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what else here? Uh, Lance Archer's great. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about uh, Jake the Snake. Yeah, he might have took take, took things a bit too far there. I'm kind of curious what uh, any backstage conversations might have been like, or if they were like, "Well, that's just Jake; he's getting into it." Um, quick shout out, real quick before uh, I, I go into my thoughts. Adam Darwin hooked us up with uh, the image from uh, yes for our thumbnail, thumbnail on YouTube. And uh, I mean, I guess sorry, go ahead, so sorry. much. Thanks so much for that, Adam. Yes. Uh, AEW sadly they don't do like picture or they don't publish the pictures that they take at the events. They don't have photo galleries, no. Which like are so does. useful that NXT yeah. does that. So from now on, if anybody gets me a, a thumbnail that I use, uh, be it out. in Discord or wherever, I will give you a shout out here on the show. Um, there you go. I thought AEW was a lot of fun tonight. I thought that there yeah. was one sort of a bit of a snooze fest match. I don't know why the world champion looks an absolute wreck fifteen minutes into a match with like a tag team specialist who looks like he hasn't broken a sweat. Um, and then he just hits his finisher after like 20 minutes. And then yeah. that's, that's it. Uh, that wasn't very, wasn't great. And I know, I know people might give me a little bit of static for like talking about Moxley because we kind of do that a little bit. He just, to me personally, dude, he's, he's, he can't, I, I feel like there's been times when he's been a pretty interesting character. Um, and I've seen flashes of him being an interesting wrestler. I didn't see that really tonight, though. No, I mean we've seen him have good matches. His, he had some, he did some good stuff in his feud against AJ. Uh, of course, his match against Triple H at Roadblock was awesome. He's had good matches here and there. Uh, you know, in this WWE run he's ha- he has. Uh, he had a good match against Darby Allen in AEW. It's like within him to do really cool, interesting stuff. You just never know what you're going to get week in and week out. It feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the, the like he can be really good on the mic, yeah. And then sometimes yeah. he's he's just not. Yeah, he can put on good matches, and then sometimes he just doesn't. Do you see a difference in between his? And I wonder why there would be because I see a difference in his New Japan work versus his AEW work in the ring. I mean, maybe it's just because New Japan, maybe, and this is pure speculation on my part, because they let their wrestlers be a bit stiffer, or, or I'm I'm assuming, this is complete speculation, if New Japan lets their wrestlers wrestle a bit more snug, a bit more, I'm not going to say reckless, but giving the illusion of recklessness a bit more, uh, that <sighs> that fits what he does a bit more. Because when I think of his New Japan matches, I think of, like, frenetic energy that is brutal and physical 
and is actually a lot of fun to watch. And I think of a lot of his AEW up and the same could actually be said of his promos in New Japan. Mm-hmm. And I just don't get that same feeling in AEW. No, I don't at all. I mean, it, it feels like he's 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 fallen back to some of the, the, the old bad habits he developed in WWE, especially kind of with his promo stuff. Um, so, I mean, even in his best matches at WWE, the, the hallmark of those was that kind of restless energy. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's tired after driving basically cross-country to get to Jacksonville from Vegas. Could be. He's got a couple dogs backstage. Mm-hmm. He's probably thinking about, did I feed them? Are they, are they peeing out in the football field? Are they dropping a turd out there? <laughs> Your speculation get, is going way further than and mine. I'm, and I'm, I'm going to get static from Tony Khan because he's going to come back and says, hey, your dog's shit in the field. Can you go pick it up? <laughs> he's got a lot in his mind. And I'm guessing Mox probably, he's not a little dog guy. He's got large dogs. That's, that's a meaty, meaty, beefy turds that are going to be out there at the 50-yard line. That He's got to walk out there after his match where he's already blown up 10 minutes into it. That's to go out there with a doo-doo bag. Sprint out there probably before that stuff seeps into the grass, into the drainage system of the football field, which costs millions of dollars probably. Those massive go pick up that doo-doo. Those massives drop George Clooney size shits too, man. Yeah, that's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I don't know, but look, I, I'm, I'm sort of focusing on the negative. The main event was wild. It was yeah, it was cap. fun. It was it was it was madcap. That's exactly what it was. They took full use of who they had available, of what they had available. They made Where no they bones. Yeah. Yeah. They made no bones talking about uh, literally being tested um, because they were doing that prior to, uh, mm-hmm. to, to. Yeah, I appreciate. I appreciate the, the the forthrightness with which they discussed what's going on in the world right now. WB seems to want to have no part of that conversation on and during the product. Mm-hmm. And hats off to AEW for not ignoring it because it's on everybody's mind. Yeah, and it's good to know if they see that they have to or desperately want to push forward producing more content if they're going to do that i guess i mean it, not i guess it's good that uh, they're going through the procedures necessary to protect everybody who are, who's there i mean you could have a d- discussion whether jake or jr you know someone the 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 the, the people in the on camera even behind the scenes talent who might be getting up there in years a little bit whether they should be there but you know at the end of the day i guess if they think it's the, the the mechanisms and procedures are in place to protect them as best as possible. That's that's just a judgment call they have to make, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I appreciate the fact that they addressed it more or less head on during the course of the show. Yeah, yeah. No, I wish me, WWE me would do that, but not going to. Me too. And it, uh, yeah, there was there was a lot of you know uh, the roster was in attendance, like you said. MJF was there. We got a little bit from him. Um, so uh, I hope I hope the Money in the Bank match on Sunday has quarter of the the energy and inventiveness and creativity of the main event of tonight and I'll be, I'll be pretty happy yeah me too i know i hope that they go balls out with it the fact that people are talking about throwing others off buildings it's got me optimistic it really does like it's a cautious optimism but I, yeah I, I, ho- I hope that's just not a swerve where they're like hey, yeah we're gonna talk about it because people are great. i mean it's got to be barren get getting chucked off titan towers it's got to mm-hmm. be it yeah yeah it's got to be some, it. and some it's ridiculous not that. way he he survives it it's gonna be a guitar shot to the back from Elias, off the side of Titan Towers. He goes, mm-hmm, yeah. Like uh, so let's get into this. It actually kicked off with uh, Joey Janela uh, versus Cody, and uh, <laughs> I like that you made this note here. According to Jr., Joey Janela always has a get rich quick stream or uh, uh, scheme. Sorry, scheme. scheme. Yeah, scheme. He's just making I mean, up characters on the he's spot. He's basically talking about Joey Janela like he's a grifter. <laughs> he's a flim flam man. Yeah. 
I'm like, wow, that's uh, it's quite I mean, the accusation there, Jr. Truly is. I mean, I the only uh, you know exchange we've ever had with Joey Janela is we offered him a donut. He thought about it and he came back and he accepted. I mean, that hardly seems like someone who's uh, conjuring up a, a, a get-rich-quick scheme or some sort of pyramid scheme or something like that. You know? Yeah, I like what I feel like. If he actually was a con man, we'd look away from our our desk. The and donut the, box would be on God. his desk, and he'd be hawking him for a buck a piece. There you go. To, That's uh, not what we to saw. We, Martinez. We, we saw him the day after All In. He was obviously very sore, <laughs> oh, very beat yeah. up. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I think any sort of uh, acts of, of extreme quickness like that, absconding with our donuts, taking into his his booth and then selling them would kind of be nigh impossible considering the condition he was in. Anyways, it was a fun enough match. Uh, yeah, a lot took, of it uh, took place outside the ring, which was cool. There was a cool moonsault from Cody mm-hmm. off the stage onto the floor. At one point, Joey tried to, I think he was going to do one of them flippy things off. Like he was going to try to evade Cody the like the bit between like the apron maybe and the stage or something like that. He was going to try to flip off that, but he couldn't, <laughs> he yeah. couldn't jump it. Yeah. That was pretty funny, but then uh, Cody hits a moonsault off stage on the Joey, uh, and on the third attempt, kind of out of nowhere too, because Joey was laying some strikes on him. Uh, Cody finally hits crossroads to pick up the win. Uh, no pins with figure fours in this particular match. Just <laughs> one crossroads to get him the W. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Next, we kind of had a bit of a reintroduction to uh, the women's division, if you will, because it's been dominated by Britt and Sheeta and uh, a couple other uh, talents, but it seems like they're Focusing in more, Nyla Rose is back tonight. So we had this really cool video package. Uh, started out talking about Nyla beating Riho. And then they did a bit of a, a recaps of all the potential c- contenders to the belts. So he had Britt, Statlander, um, uh, Sheeta. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really well done. The guy, yeah. the guy that got to do the voiceover is really good, too. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. After that, a Nyla Rose interview. And basically before Tony can finish his first question, uh, Nyla interrupts Tony and asks, who's the most dominant force uh, in wrestling? Again, interrupts him trying to respond. Says, it's me, and it'll always be me. And then tells Tony to shut up, sit down, do your job, because I'm going to do mine. Yeah. And then she goes to the ring and destroys Kenzie Page. Yeah, poor Kenzie Page. This was a pretty brutal. That swanton looked rough. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, what, hit two power bombs? Yeah. Three. Three. Oh, yeah, three. Yeesh. That was rough. Too standard than a Batista bone. That's right, yeah. Uh, after that, we had, <laughs> after that we had again some really shady green screen work. Yeah. Um, it's not even necessarily the green screen work; it's the it's the fake digital background that they're using. Mm-hmm. Just like at one point, you know, when they when they so he's sitting in a regular chair and he's it's talking tight. about it's like this. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm so young." There are people who say they're up and comers and they're pushing 30. I'm 24. I'm not just the next big thing. I'm the big thing. Uh, and he's talking about how he's not injured. He's at full capacity or whatever. Uh, I'd rather be compared to my contemporaries. Now they're comparing to me to legends saying, oh, he's no Ric Flair. Oh, he's no such. He's not the rock, you know. So at one point they take somebody comes in. They take his chair away and they bring in a throne. But when they set the throne down, they're on a wide shot of him. And so you can see like that there's no shadow there. And like the legs of the throne look like they're levitating. It's because there's no perspective on the floor to the wall in the background. It's just all flat. Right. There's no perspective like the set that we used to have. At least that has perspective. Right. Exactly. Where you get the wall, but, but you know, you, you, you didn't see it when we were using it. But below the wall, 
on the backdrop we used to use that was covered with stuff, there's floor that makes it look like there's, you know, like if we were to stand in front of it, you'd think, oh, okay, there's floor behind them. This is a real wall. They didn't do that with this. It wasn't so noticeable in the tighter shot, but when they went wide, it was super noticeable. Yeah, it was it was kind of goofy, but it is what it is, you know. It was I mean, a decent enough promo, though. Therein, I guess, kind of li- lies the charm, but it's not going to stop us from making fun of it, you know. No, no, no. After that, we had a Sean Spears promo. He's talking trash about Cody. Talking about Lance Archer beating up Dustin. Says he doesn't blame Lance for that beatdown or Dustin for taking the match. It's all Cody's fault. And then Spears talks about having a brother of his own and saying if he was in a position like Dustin, he'd protect him. Cody didn't. Why? Is he selfish? No. Or maybe. Or does Cody think that he he only he can fulfill the Rhodes legacy, not his brother? And a couple times he's like, yeah, Dustin's career has got to be over. And uh, Sean said, I, I couldn't live with something like that if it happened to my own brother. But apparently Cody can. So I guess they're circling back to the Sean Spears-Cody uh, uh, feud potentially. Even the last time we saw Sean Spears, he was getting pinned by a figure four. <laughs> <laughs> That is a good point. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're going to have. Look, I think they've got a good thing with Sean Spears when he isn't being pinned by a figure four. I know. I like Sean Spears a lot. I do too. I think he's terrific. And I think that, uh, I think that Cody, if, if they're going to do this, man, Cody needs to eat an L. He really does. I well, think he's my, definitely going to eat one at double or nothing against yeah. Archer big time. Yeah. And if they send him on, oh, he's the top of the tops. And then they send him in a downward spiral where he has That's to climb his way back out. That's what it's got to be. And Sean Spears can be, uh, you know, maybe the first guy to really take advantage of Cody yeah. in his vulnerable state. That's I hope that's you. where they go with this because know, Sean Spears, gotta be. he should need another pin. I know. Uh, and I was thinking about, I'll skip ahead just briefly. So uh, tonight Lance Archer used the head slam with the iron claw a couple times. Mm-hmm. And during the Dustin match, we said, oh, they sh- should have just had him do that until the ref stopped the match. And watching the match against QT Marshall, Marshall tonight, I thought the same. I was like, maybe they're going to, maybe as optimistic can be, save that finish for the match against Cody at double or nothing. Mm-hmm. Where he just grabs Cody by the head and just rams his head repeatedly until the, mat, until the ref stops the match. Yeah, yeah. Like Cody's be. like bleeding out of the back of his head or something. I don't know. Make it really violent. That could be. They should. Absolutely. They should. They totally should. Uh, this next bit was great. Tony comes down ringside to do an interview with MJF. Wardlow and Sean Spears are there. Uh, MJF's like, you're too close, Tony. Practice some social distancing. He hypes up that he's returning to the ring next week. Uh, he calls Spears a brave man for calling out Cody. And then Spears says something else to MJF I missed. And then they start complimenting each other back and forth. Mm-hmm, yeah, and then Tony's like, "Hey, hey, listen, listen, uh, MJF. Do you know that your uh, match next or at Double or Nothing is going to be against Jungle Boy?" And then MJF, in complete violation of what we really should be doing these days, he does a spit take. Hey, just spits his drink everywhere. That's disgusting. It was pretty great though. That one point during all this, uh, Sean Spears noticed that Tony's got some money hanging out in his uh, like coat jacket pocket. Well, he put some in first. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. He put it in, and then he like, and then when Tony told him that it was MJF versus Jungle, he took it back. Gotcha. I missed that he put it in there. Uh, we had a uh, such a long match: Frankie Kazarian versus John Moxley. It was endless. John looked. He looked like he like you said this earlier. He looked like he was gassed ten minutes in. He looked a wreck, and he looked at Kazarian and. Dude, that old man cardio pays dividends, man, because he looked pristine. He looked fresh. Basically up till the finish. And yeah. Moxley looked 
like he looked like he was doing some of that desert training that he did in that weird video oh, that WWE, WWE video, uh, training video. Yeah, I don't think I've seen a lot of per, uh, purposeful headlocks in a match in a very long time that weren't intended to be rest holds. This was like a strategic thing, mm, like yeah. out of the gate headlocks. Yeah, it was like one of Frankie Kazarian's uh, strategies. Apparently, this match is to put Mox in a headlock. There was a lot of headlocks in this match. Maybe he was hoping to do that thing that Hulk Hogan did to Richard Belzer. <laughs> Have him pass out from a headlock. That was, a front, seen, that was a front chin lock. Had, yeah, I know. Had you seen that But prior to... I had never seen that before. There's like a, a video after that where Belzer... Did you ever see like the follow-up video? Belzer, he got... He had to get stitches yeah, in the back of his head. He was like, I had no idea where I was when I woke up. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. And yeah, it was just, dang, that was so violent. (laughs) He just falls like a sack of bricks. He, Hogan just lets him fall, and he like, know, and you hear the crowd audibly gasp. <gasps> Anyways. Anyways, so yeah, uh, 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 dirty deeds, and then this is done with. Yeah, paradigm shift, uh, and then things get interesting. Dark Order come out to attack Mox after the bell. Mm. Uh, Daniels and Scorpio Sky try to run out to make the save. They get beat down too. Brody Lee comes to the stage. He clobbers Daniels in the head with a chair. Uh, creepers then hold up Mox. Brody drops him with discus lariat. He grabs a mic and says, uh, hey, Mox, I'm here to answer the bounty that you put on your own head. Said, but here's the thing. There's no crowd, no energy to lift you up. There's no one to save him. This is the energy you feel now, dark order energy. Um, Lee says, I'm not the same person you lo- used to look at 
eye to eye in the past. Now he's a leader. And then uh, he says, one of these men will sacrifice themselves for him. Mox is the unfortunate soul who came into possession of something he wants, he desires, he needs. Uh, Udo has apparently told Broly Lee that Mox is a reasonable man, which apparently evil Uno has never seen any of Mox's work. Um, he says, I have something, you have something that Brody wants. I want a shot of this title. And then he just like, this, this line was great. It's like, I don't know what or who Mox is. Is he an actor, an MMA fighter, or is he just a fatherless boy from Cincinnati? That's rough. That's like, too, that's too close. He tells Mox to answer the challenge or he'll make him drop some mic in front of his mouth. Uh, Mox says, well, all you do is ask, kind of chuckles, and then Brody Lee kicks in the face, directs creepers to attack. They comply, and then Lee grabs the AEW title and just leaves with it. Yeah, yeah. He has the belt now. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, hold on to it as long as you can because a double or nothing, uh, Mox is totally going to instantly yeah. beat Brody Lee in his first big match. I know. What do you think Butter. about that? I think I'm okay with it. Yeah, I guess at this point it's fine. Maybe they'll find a way. Yeah, no, he's gonna he's gonna lose. It sort of puts Brody Lee like he shouldn't be in the title picture anyways. Certainly not this soon. So if they do, I mean, I'm not a fan of them doing like wonk finishes for pay per views, and I don't think they're going to. But um, the the exalted one after all this time, eating the paradigm shift or whatever it's called. What's the other? Oh, Death Rider is what he calls it in Death in Rider. Japan, he, does, right. he does a real elevated one. Yeah. yeah uh, so being dropped to a paradigm shift after 15 minutes of two guys looking like they're just gassed beyond their gills. Yeah. I don't know. Watch. It doesn't scream excitement to me, or or, or it, it doesn't really help Brody Lee all that much. No, it doesn't. So they got to have something in mind that I would hope make the 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 finish interesting. You would think, yeah, you would think, you would hope. Maybe Roman Reigns has asked for his release, and he's going to show up at Double or Nothing as a creeper. Oh, as a creeper, that's good. Yeah, yeah. takes the mask off, and there's Roman Reigns staring across. Oh my John God, Moxley. it's twelve. Yeah, there you go, twelve. Yeah, and he's like, uh, "Oh, it's Joe. It's Joe." Yeah. After that, we had a Brandy promo. Uh, she's calling out Jake Roberts for talking about her a bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, says she studied Jake long enough to know what happens. Confrontation, just like he used to do it. He said, but there's a plot hole. This isn't the 90s or the 80s anymore. And if you slap me, I'm going to slap back. Mm-hmm. She says, I don't give a... She said, uh, this is her grandma says, uh, told her, don't F with people you don't know. And see, she says, I'm not Caesar's Cleopatra. She's Brandy Rhodes. And from now on, uh, you'll keep my name out of your dirty old mouth. Yeah, that was a good punctuation right there. That was. I would have preferred a little bit of uh, my favorite Brandy Rhodes was that press conference that her and Cody did post Wrestle Kingdom, maybe. Yeah, that was really good. Something, and it was she was sarcastic, and but sinister and heelish and hilarious, and I kind of would have preferred that presentation. That's how I want to see Brandy, man, because there's I know. so much. She has so much personality to offer. So, sort of like. Somber Sinister isn't really like I don't it's not really her strong thing. No, that's kinda of why the Nightmare Collective thing didn't work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She needs to be kind of a, a yeah. Sarcastic. But that's of course word. that was foreshadowing for what was to come later. She probably might have regretted saying anything. Yeah. <laughs> because that was nasty. Uh after that we had a uh, poor QT Marshall taking on uh the murder hawk Lance Monster. Archer. Yeah, man. He's great. And uh, as he was walking around before he got in the ring, walking around it, he uh, took out poor Jason Cade. Oh, man. 
on the way to the ring. I just wish they had brought Justin Law out from Georgia to, yeah, man. to eat more offense from Lance Archer. Hell yes. Hell yes. Anyways, Hell yes. Like, this is Anyways. exactly what you think it'd be. Yeah, QT tries to get some offense in. He eats a blackout. Uh, Lance pulls up and off, off off the pin at two, puts on the iron claw, slams his head in the mat like three times, covers him for the win. Uh, earlier on, uh, Britt clocks QT with her shoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, shortly after that, Brandy grabs the shoe and tosses it in the stand. So Britt then jumps the barricade after the finish of the match, uh, kicks Brandy, hits a DDT, puts her in the ring. And send, so then uh, Lance kind of pulls her in the middle of the ring. Jake comes in with a snake, uh, puts the snake on her, which would have been fine. Yeah. But then he, it, the snake was kind of not coiled really, and then he got on top of Brandy, yeah, you know, like push up position, and he like lingered there her. for a bit, yeah, yeah, with the, which with the snake there, yeah, it looked like it was missionary position, yeah, and the snake was like a big hog, yeah, so, which we've seen Jake do that in the past. I mean, at least, yeah, I was that's I know that's where your mind went. It was like okay, there's no here's the wrestling thing, yeah. CM Punk isn't out here to say, okay, Jake, keep a PG. Yeah. You know, and Archer is probably like, what do I do? <laughs> is this part of the thing? I'd like to think this was all part of it. Yeah. Because um, it was very unsettling. Yes. Uh, but you just don't want, you know, this to be Jake improving. Uh, so hopefully it was, it was all. Hopefully it was all discussed backstage. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, yeah, that snake was everywhere. I mean, my, my entire thing after that, I was like, God, I hope this thing doesn't pull a macho man and just digs into him, into her, into Brandy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and luckily it didn't. Everything was fine. It was just a little on the gross side. Yeah. So, uh, we got some match announcements for double or nothing. Mox versus Brody Lee confirmed. Mm -hmm. Also as previously announced MJF versus jungle boy, Mm -hmm. of course, Cody versus Lance Archer. And there's going to be a casino ladder match, and the winner of that match gets a title shot. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Let's see here. We've got the TNT title finals. I That's kind of easy to predict. MJF is easily going to go over Jungle Boy. Mox, Mox gonna is going to beat Brody Lee. Is there anything here that's going to be like up in the air? No, the, the uh, announced matches thus far, no. Uh, the women's title match might. Nah, won't be. Well, I don't know. They're doing a thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so next week, then they yeah. So after that, they had a Taz interviewing Darby Allen, uh, and he said, "How's he feeling?" And Darby doesn't say anything. Um, and Taz says, "You know, Darby, you pinned yourself. You, essentially, you cost yourself that match. I'll help you." Yeah. One professional to another, I'll offer you assistance. Yeah. Darby just storms off. Yeah. Oh, do you work for Evolve? No. You do. And tell them uh, the F. So next week, announced Brody Lee versus Christopher Daniels. MJF has match. Jurassic Express versus Best Friends. Uh, there'd be a Lance Archer, Jake Roberts interview. We'll get uh, Sheeta versus Penelope Ford versus Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. And they didn't say if the number one contender match, but they kind of implied that it could be. Yeah. Like, should she be number one contender for months? <laughs> right. They're doing this match. again, man. Sheeta should be pissed. Like, what the hell? I know. Like, and she's got to deal with, like, it's like a fatal four way. So, like, she doesn't even have to I know. lose I to lose her spot if it is. Yeah. Maybe they're going to, A, maybe they're going to say, look, she's the number one contender. But like if Britt ends up winning that, maybe she'll be thrown into mm-hmm. the triple threat. Triple threat, yeah. 
And they also said Chris Jericho was in action. Later on, it was uh, revealed that he'd be taking on Pineapple Pete. That is not surprising. That's who I kind of figured it'd be. That's great. Pineapple That's Pete. great. All he had to do was put that, put on that shirt, show a little bit of charisma on camera, and now he's wrestling Le Champion. He's got himself a match against Chris Jericho. So that was the main event. Jericho and Guevara, Le Sex Gods. Le Sex Gods. Taking on Kenny Omega and Broken Matt Hardy. Uh, so uh, Jericho is joined not only with Sammy Guevara, but Jake Hager, but also an uh, uh, aluminum baseball bat. Mm-hmm. So he walks down the ring. He's around where Pineapple Pete is. Pineapple Pete kind of shoves him a little bit. And they're all Jericho wearing their around. best street uh, street fight clothes. Everybody's wearing jeans, man. It was mm-hmm. great. Even Kenny wearing his yeah. uh, bottom of, bottom drawer of jeans that are falling apart. Yeah, those were like the – it was weird. Like the legs were all shredded up for some reason. I would I would just think to accommodate his, his wrestling boots, his shoes. Yeah, maybe. I, you know, I don't know. Um, and so uh, they argue a bit. Jericho hits Garbrill with the bat uh, early on when the match first starts. Sammy's getting in Matt Hardy's face. Matt Hardy bites his fingers. Um, that was pretty great. I Matt like Hardy all, hit all the Matt Hardy stuff was really fun. How he kept it was on fun. changing personas. Uh, that bit I haven't seen Matt Hardy do a crucifix bomb in forever. Yeah, and he pulled yeah. one out against Sammy. That was cool. Yeah. So uh, things really uh, get going. So there's a brawl where Jericho and Hardy are brawling up the stage. Jericho tosses Matt into the, the wall of the tunnel, and then he goes backstage. It's two-on-one on, on Omega. Matt Hardy returns, but not as broken Matt Hardy as kind of like a, a, a nostalgia run Matt Hardy, old-school Matt Hardy mm-hmm. with baggy yeah. pants, the tight shirt, doom, like we doom, saw him in WWE. Yeah. He gets in, clears house. Uh, he and Kenny have the advantage for a while. Eventually, they get a ladder and a table. Um, Matt hits a splash on, on uh, Sammy through the table, goes for the pin. Hager pulls out the ref. Uh, Kenny tries for plancha. Hager catches him, dumps him on the apron. Uh, and then they're all kind of fighting, except for Sammy, up into the stands, into the concourse. And this is where things get really interesting. So you got Hardy and Jericho scoring off, Hager and Omega. Uh, and then you got most people from the locker room sitting ringside up there, milling about in the concourse. <laughs> um, at one point, Hardy shoves Jericho into a, a freezer. And then Jericho pulls out a, a, a 20 pound bag of ice clobbers Hardy with it. Mm-hmm. So then Hager and Jericho put Hardy in the freezer. Yeah. We don't see him for a while. Right. Custom Kenny change. runs. Yeah. Kenny runs in with a garbage can, takes out Hager, Jericho. Sammy comes back with a garbage can of his own, hits Kenny with it. Uh, that bit where Kenny buckle bombs Sammy to that garage door. That, that was, was great. Yeah. That was he great. evades Hager, uh, hits him, him with a V trigger, toss him into some guardrails. Uh, very, uh, eventually Jericho suplexes Omega into one of those guardrails. Gets a cone, an orange cone that you see uh, on the road. Mm-hmm. Picks that up, puts it on his head, on his head like he's a witch. Starts laughing. Beats Kenny with it. <laughs> Kenny gets one of those uh, yellow wet floor signs and destroys oh it my. over Jericho's Yeah, back. it goes like the hinge of that went flying out. Yeah, That was amazing. And then uh, Matt Hardy emerges from the freezer as Damascus. <laughs> yeah. Hops in this, this uh, they call it a golf cart, but it's more the cart they use, uh, I think, like the, the, the field crew. At the mm-hmm. stadium would use, yeah, the, you know, bring hoses and such to the field. Uh, so he hops in that. Uh, he uh, plows through Jericho with it, mm-hmm. somewhat gently. Sammy runs over to check on him. Kenny hops in the golf cart. Mm-hmm. They do a U-turn. And they start chasing after Sammy. Oh. He got Matt Hardy driving it, and Kenny's pointing them out uh, from the, the the passenger seat. With this maniacal look on his face, and Sammy's booking, and they got it's in the thumbnail. They got a great yeah. 
shot of him just booking. And man, Sammy was like stunt man with this. He leaned into that too. He needs to be careful with that stuff, man, because that that cart was booking. At least it looked like it. Anyways, it might have been the lens. I know, but I know. yeah, he uh, he you know got clipped by it, but it really looked like he. Yeah, it looked it looked like he got hit pretty good. Yeah. So then they make their way over. Kenny grabs Jericho. Uh, there's a couple tables with tablecloth next to a scissor lift. So Kenny puts Jericho on the table. He gets on the scissor lift and raises it. So I don't know. He's maybe like 10 feet in the air, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hager comes over there, gets involved, pulls Jericho off the table. Kenny hits a moonsault off the scissor lift and onto all three of them. That yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, then he tries to one-wing angel Jericho on the stretch of turf that leads from the concourse they were in out to the Jaguars football stadium. XLAX show up out of nowhere, break that up. And then uh, the two of them and Hager powerball Matt Hardy through some tables. Right. Jericho gets in the bed of the golf cart. Um, he's handed Kenny. He power bombs him on the roof of the cart. And that sounded nasty. I don't know yeah, how, now how that felt. Yeah. And then Hager grabs and pulls Omega, the concrete Jericho hits Kenny with the Judas effect to get the win. Yeah. So Matt stuff. Hardy lost his AEW debut. Uh, yeah, but that like means absolutely nothing. No, that means much. absolutely nothing. Like Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy, and Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega probably put their heads together and came up with the silliest, goofiest match they possibly could, and I think they succeeded pretty wildly. Yeah, it was and fun. it does. It does nothing for like none of this does anything really for anybody. So it was just goofy fun, and I love the last shot of the inner circle and like the 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 football oh, the sign. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. had the, the scoreboard, uh, uh, the inner circle logo on it, and, and everything. They all yeah. threw up the middle fingers. I thought it was really clever, um, and yeah, it was just it was just a lot of fun. I do. I always go back though to uh, you know the idea when AEW starting. Oh, it's going to be more sports oriented. Yeah. <laughs> And We're going to have standings love, and power rankings. I love that it's what it is. I do because it's so it's so fun and it's it's just it's what I like about pro wrestling. It's fun goofiness, you know. Kenny has to get his uh bi-weekly DDT pro style. He does. Tag match in there. Exactly, exactly. Anyways, I'm going to head over to the Patreon if you want to hit the Twitch. Sure. Uh I'll hit up the Discord as well. We'll answer a couple questions before we call it a night. Uh, Livy Miller says Steve getting Hydrarch is the best moment in history. So if y'all hadn't seen Quizzlemania, Steve did a bang up job. Uh, he pulled a, a, an answer uh, out of his posterior that was pretty awesome. I don't know what was more iconic, that or a hundred and oh, I'm sorry, ninety three thousand one seventy three. No, I think I think that was. <laughs> I think I think the WrestleMania three attendance was was more so because that <laughs> just felt like you. You like astral projected your your yeah. consciousness yeah. to the stadium on that day when yeah. they announced the 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 the, the attendance traveled back and just that or like the hand of God came down and literally boom. literally literally. Let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the diddly doodler. I'd like to see if you guys be down for some Jackbox party games one of these days. Those are fun. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Um, a lot of people giving you props for the Heidenreich stuff. If if it wasn't for that, honestly, if it wasn't for the 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 blue chew read from the Conrad show, not sure I would have would have gotten mm-hmm. it. But mm-hmm. goddamn, that that popped us so hard. We laughed that so, so hard funny. at that. That was so funny. Uh, Joe Juarez would Larson ever put his beard on the line? Probably not. Yeah, somebody asked that today. 
Yeah, they said, they said, how much would it cost? And I said, I don't think there's any amount. Mm-mm. Maybe for so, uh, WrestleMania, uh, maybe for uh, WrestleMania uh, predictions one of these years. I'll, I'll put up, I'll put up something big. I put up something big against your beard. Shave your head. Uh, I don't know about all that. Well, I'd get a tattoo, but a, but a tattoo. No, no, really, I can't no, get shave a your head. I know how much your head, your hair means to you. Mm, yeah, and how uh, self-conscious you are about the shape of your head. So it's got to be shaving your head. The problem is if I don't get rid of, if I get rid of my hair, it might not come back. Got to take that chance, man. All right. Uh, thank you, John Misenberg, for the bits. Skyotonic. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but former XPW wrestler Supreme uh, died. Yeah, I saw Forgot that on Twitter. To, yeah, I had meant to mention that in news brief today. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, that's a that's a bummer. Forty nine. Forty nine years old. Forty nine. There, I, I tell you that after we saw that particular incident where he got lit on fire at the XPW show, I was working in Hollywood and there was a Togo's on Sunset <laughs> and Gower. I literally did a Photoshop of that for 10 for the win. <laughs> Old age, man. Uh, yeah, he was there. Yeah, yeah. He was a really, he was a very influential wrestler in the SoCal scene, especially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he did, I think he did training also. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a bummer. I mean, we tell that story. We've told that story often, uh, and you know, I stand by that it was a moment that made me not want to go to XPW shows anymore. But yeah, if there same. is a dark side of the ring to be told about XPW, I will watch it. Yeah, that same. is would be a great story, mm-hmm. just a great story. We were there for two of the more infamous moments in XPW history. There was that one, and then at that uh, ECW pay per view at the uh, Olympic Auditorium. Where they tried to invade. That's right. That's right. We were there. Mr. Forbesy with the bits. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you. Austin, the adventured one, says, if you had to book Cody versus Archer with Cody going over, how would you do it? it you know what I would do, man? I'd have Cody cheat to win, and then he'd have to deal with the ramifications that he's not good enough if he doesn't cheat to beat Archer. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's better than the idea I had. Um, gun. Nielsen. Did you have gun? Is that, was that your idea? Gun? That was my sure. second idea. Gun. Sure. Or no, he just has his hand in his pocket like it's a gun. <laughs> and then Archer's all scared. He gets crosser. He pulls it out, and it's just his, he had, he, it's his finger. He's, he's, just do, he's just doing this. Yeah. Doing this. That's good. And he, and he starts doing this to Lance Archer. <laughs> uh, Nielsen, 82. Well done on Quizlemania, Steve. Good job. Andre for the win. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know. I've got a whole... Got a whole notebook of it. Yeah, I got that too. I've got stuff. I've got smooth, smoother Pete here. Oh, this, this is like scrawlings of a madman. I know. Oh, totally. Yeah. I could have done without the picture of uh, Andre uh, dumping on me, but it is what it is. Um, I know. Well, I was high in the moment. It's right there. We don't need to revisit that. Okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Rich, uh, Rich le- offered to buy it for ten dollars. Well, I I feel like I should at least get. 65% of that. Uh, so I guess my face being defecated on. Well, we can do like a, we can have like a, a movie night with uh, some food um, with the proceeds. We should, hey, you know what we need to do? We need to set up that auction site through eBay or whatever. Yeah, it'd be eBay. Yeah, the Frendo yard sale. Yeah. The Frendo yard sale. Can you put up banner, like banner pictures on, on eBay stores? Maybe. That'd be cool. Because there's a lot of stuff from the office that we don't really need to keep that we can sell. I know. Let the fiend in. He says, uh, F it, Finn Balor. 
Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Quote Steve here. Yeah, I know. I had no I Nobody knew that Dean took that title off of Lashley, man. I forgot about that, too. If I'd have done a little bit of, a little bit of prep on the IC championship scene, like maybe if I'd have gone back 20 champions, could have had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zondo, oh, he loved Andre pooping on me. <laughs> oh. That's so cute, uh, Greg Morris, what feud would you like to see reach almost near the level of violence that Mox Omega hit, which, by the way, netted like him a, a $10,000 fine. Yeah. Uh, he says he'd say Lucha Bros versus FTR. That'd be good. I feel like uh, Archer and Cody should just be a bloodbath at double or nothing. I agree. Be, it, should be, it should be super violent. Jonathan, uh, Sean Ross Sapp versus Meltzer for the championship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, where, where are you? Are you on Twitch? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, the War Machine MJ says, given recent circumstances, would it be fair to say Death Triangle is dead for now? Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, for the time being, but you know. Glad I didn't get one of those shirts. They're cool looking shirts, though. They're cool looking shirts, but I feel like skulls are overdone. They are. Ryan K. Lamb, Jake Roberts giving Brandy, giving Brandy the Hail Caesar tonight on Dynamite. <laughs> Is that what that's called now? Hail Caesar. So. Uh, let's see here. Thomas Dunnigan, what other spaces or areas would you like to see Matt Hardy hide in while changing into his identities? A meat locker. It's good. Mm, I, I, I feel like the 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 egg from Mork and Mindy. There you go. That's good. That's good. A DeLorean. <laughs> That's that you think is this? Did he just change his costume, or did he actually travel back in time? And is this Matt Hardy circa 1998? Could be. Uh, one Nava three. Tony Khan explained their experience with the shutdown and planning things out in the new AEW podcast. I need to start listening to that. Uh, age. Wait. What was the question? It was a question. It's a statement that Tony Khan uh, talked about. Oh, yeah, I know. I got to check that out, too. Adrian C., thoughts on having all these extra people, including kids, around the show and very close to the action during a pandemic. Pretty sure it was some executive and his kids in the concourse during the main event. Yeah, there was, there was a kid there. The, I didn't notice the kid, but the parent had a mask on. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, man. Like, you know, the the... the Seemingly, the country on mass got, and I get it, man. I get, I, I get the the concerns about the economy, but like the country is just, it's going ahead with whatever it wants to do, to varying degrees, state by state. But uh, and like I said, I understand it, but I just hope it's not going to be as bad as it could be. That's all you can. Yeah, really no, do. that's the the, the the concern about being. Yeah, no, it's a complicated issue, but it is, you know, it is. Yeah. 
Uh, dang MQ, I missed the backstage brawls in AEW. Good to see them back. Also, Sammy running away from the golf cart was great. That was really great. I'm, that's that was a really great shot they got. It was. Uh, Joe Juarez, what other creative things can AEW do considering the vast playground they can work with? Take it to the football field. Yeah, I was expecting tonight to go to the football field. I That'd really be great. was. That'd be good. Uh, the Enforcer says Mox uh, has an English Bulldog. I feel like those can lay some thick turds. Stout uh, animals. They can probably lay some some quality beef. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Uh, Steve Klein says, hey, friendos, are you guys afraid of snakes? I'm not. Steve is. Horribly. So I am afraid of poisonous snakes. If Jake well, isn't, <laughs> well, yeah, if Jake came to me, if, if I saw like a, like a little garden variety snake, I wouldn't really get bugged. But it, you don't like snakes kind of across the board. Honestly, it's just it's it's poison ones that I, like I the vipers. I, I draw so Randy this, Orton. Randy Orton's an issue for you. <laughs> well, if he was like the snake creature that we turn him into in We Book Raw, yeah, for or sure. Or Dreamscape, yes, yeah. Um, or Dreamscape specifically. Um, snake, like just snakes in general, it, they don't bug me because it's like, okay, well, they can bite me, but I've been bitten by things before. It's not a big deal. It, but rattlesnakes, man. Yeah, I don't, I'm not huge on them. Well, I mean, I don't think anybody's huge on rattlesnakes. I think the thing about rattlesnakes is they're, well, yeah, why would they be? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're poisonous. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying that I'm, like, unique or anything. Uh, you know, yeah. And But the thing is that there's a lot of rattlesnakes in where we live. Yeah, yeah. Like, in the, in our general vicinity, there's a lot yeah. of rattlesnakes. You know, I've noticed that there's a lot more critters at my house here than there was my previous uh, abode. I told you I found it. I was digging up some bark, and there was a snake underneath there. Yeah, that's not shocking. No. Now, I mean, my thing is like if I if I'm looking at a snake and I don't know if it's, you know, because I mean, garden snakes are pretty are pretty. You know how you tell a, you know, you tell generally it's a poisonous snake if its head's got a triangular shape, it's got a neck. Mm. So you know how rattlesnakes the head it's got a nose and it kind of flares out almost kind of like a, a heart shape. So you're scaring me even just doing the outline of it. Yeah. And so you know, like they're they have like jaws that bulge out. Oh like yeah, that. sure. Whereas non-poisonous snakes, I think for the most part, I don't know if this is a hard to fast rule. Um, but uh, most non-poisonous snakes, they don't have uh, vipers. I think are the ones that have the mm-hmm. thicker jaws on the side. Are there more? Snakes. Do you, are you aware? Are there other poisonous snakes in our area beyond rattlesnakes? I've never heard of any. I've never heard of anybody being like, "Hey, watch out for these kind of snakes too." Mm, I don't know. I think it's all vipers that have the. Yeah, but like just snakes in general, they don't they don't bother me all that much. It's right. just I because. There are rattlesnakes in the area. Those freak me out. And like all the great movies, like the 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 Indiana Jones stuff, you know, it's either cobras or rattlesnakes or whatever. Like when he ends up in that big pit of snakes, aren't they rattlesnakes? Yeah, you always use that as as why you you didn't like snakes. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's basically just it's rattlesnakes. I'm sorry all to right. disappoint you. Yeah, I thought it'd be one more thing. I know you, I know you don't like pineapple. I know you didn't like snakes. You know, like shaving your head. Dark Dank Lucha was honestly hoping for a Heroes of Wrestling moment from with Jake the Snake tonight. I was hoping not. It crossed my I mind. I don't want that. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Wolfpack for life. <laughs> Freaking Jake. What wrestlers in kayfabe would be great and awful in Quizlemania? In kayfabe, are there wrestlers who know? Like, I would think that, like. In kayfabe, I'd think like AJ would be great because he's wrestled everybody. That's a good point. Samoa Joe too. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, and probably Bryan. at a kayfabe, they'd be really good at it too. Yeah. Yeah. 
real students of the game. Uh, Dang MQ, uh, Cal Jack appeared on Brian Zane's review of the Page movie, wrestling with my family for a bit. He was wearing a Going in Raw T-shirt. Yep, notice that. Cal we gave him, awesome. Yeah, we gave him permission to go do that. We said it was it was totally fine for him to appear on a different show. No, that's great. You guys go check it out. Seriously, uh, Sarah Queen says the whole Brandy and Jake thing is uncomfortable. I also thought his knees would explode when he fell onto them, but nope. What do you guys think? Was it effective or, or just like weird? So in a vacuum, without knowing anything about backstage stuff, it was uncomfortable to the level that like I'm okay with because he's a villain, he's a bad guy. I just want to, you, you want to know these things. You understand, as Jim Cornette says, there are certain things that are agreed upon backstage and then when you come out there as long as they're following what they said they were going to do yes then i'm cool with it but understanding that these are people and that sometimes wrestlers take liberties you don't want that to be the case exactly as long as what happened the ring it was what was planned backstage everybody was on board with it uh it it achieved the desired effect in that it made people feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. i think one of the reasons maybe it it maybe felt maybe people felt uncomfortable because they didn't know if that was how it was supposed to play out. You know what I mean? And Jake has a history. Exactly. Uh, on Dem says the awkward part was him, Jake, gesturing that he was hoping the snake would crawl up her Brandy's shorts. I didn't notice that. So towards the end, the snake started slithering like through her legs. Yeah. And he was like talking to Archer, saying something with like a bit of glee. And I, I, I under, I sort of got that too a little bit, and I then he took it off her. Uh, Zondo says, "You see, Jake stepped on the snake's tail." Didn't oh God! Cheat, yeah. Learn from history, people. If you're not, <laughs> gonna, if you're not gonna have somebody out there to check Jake, you you yeah. need to. You can't be doing this. Yeah, you do. You do. Uh, Judas Fiend, Shivon, uh, is the same snake he's had his whole career. <laughs> and then uh, Jr. responded, "He uh, he has he's had many snakes. <laughs> he's had many snakes. Uh, Enforce the only thing missing from the last shot tonight would have been pyro. Yeah, they need some pyro out of that scoreboard. Mm, yeah, that's true. That's totally and the true. circle fireworks because it's the inner circle, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Enigma, just my opinion, but I think it's a bit too early for Brody to be in the world title picture. It is. I don't really feel like they have a whole lot of other good options though." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I felt it was kind of early to have uh, Hager in 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 the, the title picture too. Yeah, but it was I'm... just for an episode done much, so whatever. Uh, Rich, can we do a trade off every week or two? Do AEW live and next week do NXT? Uh, we do NXT live. We do it on uh, on Thursdays. I guess he means on Wednesdays. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I mean, we have a schedule, and I don't know, like, if people. I, I think just in our experience, it's better to have a schedule and stick to it yeah. than not. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Mr. Forbesy. Zondo says, in Cody's theme, it says wrestling has more than one royal family. How many are there? Well, there's so the Flares. The Flares, the Anoa'i. Anoa'i. The Hearts. Family, the Hearts. The Ortons. Would you consider the Von Erics? Yeah. Three generations. Okay. The um, Hennigs. Mm-hmm. Three generations of wrestlers there. 
the uh, the the writers, Zach Ryder, Zach Ryder Sr., uh, uh, George Ryder, and of course mm. his dad, George Hackett, Seymour Ryder the third. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, on Dem asks, who has the best spinebuster of all time? It's got to be Arn Anderson. It's Arn Anderson. It's Arn Anderson. That one he gave to the Undertaker. Is that a Quizzlemania thing? <laughs> that was spectacular. <laughs> Uh, White Brownie says, Jake's snake is not an explorer. Uh, thanks, Enforcer. He says, Larson does know about snakes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Diehard Homer says, do you hate the Texas rattlesnake Stone Cold Steve Austin? Nah, man, he's my he's my favorite. That's Steve's favorite wrestler of all time, maybe. It's either him or Triple H. You, lo- you used to love Triple H, man. You love Triple H. I love Triple H. Still do. Anyways, thanks for watching, everybody. We definitely appreciate it. Thanks to everybody cheering me on and encouraging me today. For you did good. Mania. You did great today. You did Thank good. You. I'm proud I of you. I appreciate it, man. I know. I If you went back on, I'd be pulling for you to beat my points. And I know you, know, you were pulling for on, me. If I go back on, it's not to beat your score. It's to beat all the scores. For um, me, in my mind, if I go back on, it's to win the whole thing or I'll score zero. Realistically, you got to start researching now. Oh, totally. I know. Now. Tr- trust me, it's crossed my mind. All right. Well, let's both start researching. Maybe they'll call us up for team There you go. Team trivia. There you go. All right. Anyways, thanks, everybody, for watching. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.